fucking alligator that is the size of goddamn Free Willy jumping over this fucking boat, and this son of a bitch walks away from this movie with two fucking hands? Give me a break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Portress. We're back again. And Matthew, I don't know if you know, yeah, but that's a song by a group called Nirvana. I do know that. Um, we've heard this song uh, other times uh, during, this, uh, d- during this last week here, and we're going to yes. talk about that. And we're going to be inexplicably talk- so. Inexplicably so. And we're going to be talking about how uh, how it sucks to be dead and have other people just do whatever the fuck they want with your licenses. <laughs> uh, yep. Go ahead. Poorly. Poorly. Poorly so. Like, I think. Uh, well, we'll talk. About we'll this, talk about no. these things because we got stuff. Not a good thing that happened with Nirvana. No. 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 Uh, so this week, everybody, we got a big week here. Not as big as next week, and we'll get to that at the end of the show because we got a lot of fucking Actually, shit going on. We have like a really small week. I think we're talking about like four movies total. Yeah, and one of them we in our main review. And, and <laughs> only one of them is the is the main review. Yeah, the exactly. The others are all just piecemeal. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I was thinking this as I was uh, getting out of the car, coming to the house. I'm just like, well, this show's not going to be long at all. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that'll be fine because next week. I feel like we're going to go over. Next week is going to be gigantic. Uh, so, it's yeah. the biggest weekend uh, before Christmas Day, I think. <laughs> well, listen, there's nothing that can be bigger than Christmas Day because I count no less than 78 movies that are coming out on Christmas Day. That's a true statement. It's fucking ridiculous. So I, I just don't even... I can't. I even, saw new trailers today with Christmas as the release They date. just go Christmas, just Christmas. And here's the thing, dude. It's like shit that doesn't even like fucking... Uh, like the new Will Ferrell movie... With it's Mark be Wahlberg, with kids, man, right? I mean, now look, it looks fun and entertaining it's that family enough. Family movie. It, 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 look, it looks like a fun enough movie, and it'll, it'll probably you know suitable for what it is. Um, probably could push a PG thirteen a little harder. My guess is because I don't think it's PG thirteen. Is it? Well, I don't know what the fuck it means. Uh, it's not rated. It's yet. not rated yet. So I hope it's at least PG thirteen because if it's not, you didn't push it hard enough. Uh, wish it would be R because man, but it's not. I can almost. Well, they were it. they were great in uh, the good guys. Yeah. No. I no. I I totally. I I, I dig the pair. No doubt. 
Uh, but um, I, I don't know. There, there are 78 fucking movies coming out on Christmas, <laughs> and it is impossible. I was just like, how, I, how am I going to I do change? wonder how many of those uh, like trailers that say Christmas on them are really just uh, like the week before Christmas yeah. as opposed to Christmas Day. Yeah, because they're, they're literally, I don't, there's not enough theaters in your multiplex to show all the fucking <laughs> movies be, that they're saying. It would be a one-day entire changeover. Like, nothing that was playing the previous week. Yeah, we kicked before. everything out from previous. The Unless you're at, like, there. a 36 or something like that by the interstate or some shit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah. But uh, that's that's in the coming weeks. This week, guys, we got our big release this week is going to be uh, Pan, which, uh, according to the box office, nobody fucking saw. And, according to critics, is worthy of panning. <laughs> but where's Gene Shallot when you need him? <laughs> uh, that's one I'd like to pan. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Uh, everybody, it's like it's getting to a point where like almost all of my impressions sound like Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> from Stanley <laughs> to to now Gene Shallot. Everything's just a little bit of this. <laughs> that's all you need. Which you just it's it's all varying. De- that should that'll be my uh, biography name: varying degrees of Godfrey. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be co- we're gonna be talking about Pan today, and of course we've been uh, watching a lot of other things as well that uh, not both of us have gotten to see. Uh, but you know, we figure, hey, why the heck short shrift you? Let's give you the whole uh, kit and caboodle there. So Matt, what have you what have you been watching so far this week, sir? Well, I uh, I got the chance to go see uh, the new Eli Roth film, Knock Knock. No, we've already seen an Eli Roth movie five minutes ago. I know, it was two weeks ago. Uh, this movie has Keanu Reeves and, uh, Lorenza Izzo, who, um, I did not realize was actually Eli Roth's wife, uh, last, was it last week when we were talking about this shit? I, I forget. Know. Anyway. We do too many shows, that. man. I think it was two episodes ago. That sounds about right. Um, but, but any case, uh, Good on Lorenzo you, Eli Roth, from, by the way. Good on you, buddy. Uh, and but I gotta say uh, we're gonna talk about this when you finally get it in Charlotte. So I don't want to go in too in depth, but uh, it's good. Keanu Reeves is amazingly good in it. Actually, um, I, of course I like Keanu Reeves. I don't buy that he's a bad actor. Uh, he just doesn't know, always that, pick that the opinion. best stuff. Uh, that's part of it. Um, but in any case, uh, no, Keanu Reeves really fucking good. I do have to say, and here's a teaser for everybody out there for our full discussion that will come mm-hmm. whenever that movie makes it to Charlotte and Adam can see it. Um, out of the two Eli Roth movies that opened this year, was not expecting Knock Knock to be the more fucked up of them. Mm. And it totally is. That movie is beyond fucked well, up. Well, maybe actually. that movie would deliver on what I wanted in the first place. From, from I will tell you that there is no way possible for it to because you will have no clue what the fuck you're watching. Well, here's the nice part. Uh, outside of, I know, you know, the two main stars that you mentioned there and the director, I know nothing of the movie and I want to know nothing neither. I want to go the best in, way to watch it. I want to go in as blank as I can because I just, nothing. Best way to watch it, I think. Good. So, if uh, I, can't so, find so it, I saw find that, it. that review forthcoming in full on a future episode. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I saw this week um, that I loved, really loved, um, was this movie called The Keeping Room? Mm. It was uh, it's a very small uh, independent film uh, from director Daniel Barber, based on a screenplay by Julia Hart, and it stars uh, Brit Brit Marling, who many people will know from um, After Earth, and uh, maybe from The East, which was also a very good flick. 
Uh, Haley Steinfeld, who everybody knows from True Grit and now uh, Pitch Perfect. Um, Sam Worthington, who is not terrible in this movie, actually. Like, he, he's been good this year. So is Sam Worthington just... stepping up his game and becoming an actor? I, I think he's always been an actor. I think well, that, I mean, a uh, good he just actor. got cast for bullshit. Well, that may be right? the case. That's that's quite possible. Um, uh, but in any case, he's good. And uh, it also stars um, Kyle Soler in a lead role and Muno Otaru, who is amazing in this flick. Um, so the basic premise of this is that it's uh, it takes place in 1865, just as Sherman is uh, making his way through the South. And it's in Georgia, just outside of Atlanta, so close that uh, there's a great scene in the movie where the burning of Atlanta happens. And you go, and I can see all, my house from here. <laughs> all you can, all you can see is uh, just the skyline behind this big, thick forest uh, is just filled with light, like like the dawn is rising on the other side of it, or something. Hmm. Um, so anyway, this it, it's uh, at, at the end of the American Civil War. Um, it's three Southern women, two uh, sisters, and one uh, slave, um, who are forced into kind of defending their homestead uh, and themselves from two soldiers who've broken off from the Union Army and have kind of been uh, raping and murdering all of the women left alone in the South. Um, it's really suspenseful. It's uh, got some really great uh, historical moments that I liked. And uh, I, I don't know, man. I just really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It's intense and tough to watch sometimes, but it's quite good. And uh, for a very small-scale film, um, I think it's a must-see. Hmm. So uh, Keeping Room, I don't want to spoil too much. Uh, it's great. There's really great scenes, actually, between these two uh, sisters and um, their slave, Mad, uh, who, um, of course, right, like, the master is not at home. They're off fighting. Right. And uh, it's basically like them. Uh, and so the lines between owner and uh, property kind of get blurred somewhat. And uh, the relationship is very interesting. Um, it's, it's fucking great. Uh, go see this movie if it's out anywhere near you. Yeah, very cool. So uh, that's that's kind of what I've watched this week. I'm four weeks out from taking my comps exam, so I uh, really just have time to read the five books a day I'm required to, and then <laughs> and then like squeeze in. Listen, I don't know if I've read five books this year. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, what, what, what else did you watch this week that was not pan? No, I'm going to take that back. I know I haven't read five books this year. <laughs> You've read two, at least. At least two. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, right? Because right. at least two, Patton Oswalt and that uh, interview book you were talking yeah, about. they're short. They're short. Look, they, look, I'm not reading War and Peace over here, but, you know. No, I'm just, uh, they're books, books, world. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> are, are, they, are they multiple pages? They're multiple are pages. The bulk of, are the bulk of those pages pictures? No. Uh, is it bound? in either a hardcover or at least a nicer one soft of, cover. One of them is. I bought the other one digital because the the, the hardcover for the other one was 25 bucks, and when you figure uh -huh. out how many pages are in that, you go, fuck you for $25. Yeah. $10 so, digital, uh, I'll buy I'm, it. I'm going to say you've read two books, sir. Woo! I'll take it. <laughs> at least two books. 
I shall take that and I shall run with it. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff this week. Uh, a lot of stuff in theaters, no less. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start at home, actually. Um, I was sitting at home the other day and I was just like, well, I need to watch something. Uh, so I got a, uh, I had a Blu-ray of Demons for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Didn't I, that transfer fucking awesome? Oh, it's great looking. Oh, it looks yeah. so good. I was I was really shocked at how how astounding like because it looked it was a little rough in the beginning as is a lot of these things are it's a touch rough but man it gets good and it and it stays really really good so I was I was quite surprised at how good it looked um, but uh, yeah so a uh, great little uh, I, I saw that in thirty five millimeter uh, probably about oh, fuck three years ago now two three years ago and mm-hmm. uh, it was a it was a blast to see that a movie a movie about people that get trapped in a movie theater in a movie theater, uh, which was really really fun. Um, but uh, no, it it holds up pretty well. Uh, and uh, I was gonna say something else, but I've totally just my brain is just completely blipped on me. Oh yeah, I remember the reason that I had bought it a while back was because that was gonna be. Um, one of the movies that I was going to do on Outside the Cinema, but turned out that they had reviewed that way back, and I was kind of wanted as best I could, I wanted to throw in something that they might not have seen before, which is tough to do, right? Because those fuckers see fucking everything, uh, or and you know the most obscure shit that you're just like, well, here's a fucking you know movie starring no one is ever no, they've probably fucking done that shit. Um, so the fact the, the fact that I found two movies that they had not seen, so I was I was very proud of myself. But uh, so I, I did watch that. Uh, quite enjoyed. So recommend the uh, Demons Blu-ray. Looks fantastic. Um, I uh, went out to the theater, and we'll talk about it later because it just opened up by you. Is uh, uh-huh. Good Night, Mommy? Um, yep. The the movie that everyone's trailer said was like absolutely terrifying, like the terrifying most one of the most terrifying uh, trailers ever. I've seen the trailer. I don't know what those guys are talking about. I don't know. The I movie don't know. looks great. I don't know either. Um, but the, it's, I, I really want to see the movie. It's, it's a good trailer. It's not horrifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's a little, maybe it's a little unsettling, but at the at the most, uh, but it's vague. But it's vague and it's, it's vague in a good way. Uh, but this is uh, we'll talk about it in depth because you, it's opening near you this week. Uh, but I will say this: it's very interesting, and I'm very much forward looking to uh, uh, forward to our discussion about that movie. Because I think right it's on. got a lot of interesting things to say in a in a, in a year that hasn't been I will I'll, hasn't been rife with horror movies really. Um, it's, there's it's, been some really good ones. There's been a couple, but you know it, it, we haven't seen a ton. And well, you know some more scary stuffs coming uh, as as October's uh, is want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll talk about that. But uh, so further in depth uh, review of that coming next week. Right. Uh, I did get to see um, over at Airsley Grand here in Charlotte <clears throat> their Halloween uh, month continues. Uh, this week got to see the thing on the big screen. Completely Love that awesome. Movie. Completely awesome. And it's another thing that's like you know you've seen it a bunch of times. See it on the big screen. Now this one's not quite the same, but man, it's 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 still it still holds up really really well. I mean, it shows you how good practical effects can still just hunker in there. Uh, whatever they use, however they got what they got, it looked fantastic. Because a lot of times these things can be super fucking spotty. Because whenever I've seen like the, because uh, when I went to see uh, the birds and uh, not the birds, but when I went to see Psycho, the Fathom thing, right? Um, you know, th- there are good transfers of that. I mean, I have it on Blu-ray. It looks spectacular on Blu-ray. It was over the satellite thing, so it's a little, it's a little crummy. But this one, I don't know what they were, sh- what they were presenting it to us on. Looked gorgeous. Uh, but still holds up really, really well. I mean, I'm sure everyone that's listening to this podcast has heard or has, has seen the thing. And if you haven't, shame on you. Uh, but uh, still great. It, it is one of the 
best horror movies ever made. Yeah, and it reminded me. Now, did you ever play the 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 thing Xbox game? Uh, well, I played it on the PlayStation. Play, yes. play, okay, played there you it. go. Uh, yeah, I I played that thing was good too. It was like that was such a great idea. If you've never seen this, it took place right at you were like in the uh, the recovery team that was going to the base at the end of the movie. You know, everything is just blown to hell. Mm-hmm. And they go to the base to f- try to figure out what happened. They are that rescue crew because all their you know uh, shit is broken up and stuff. So they right. come and they see these dead bodies and stuff. And it's and it's like the thing you have to you got a trust meter with other you know NPCs and stuff. It's neat, very neat kind of concept for that. And when you bought it, it came with a free DVD copy of the thing, <laughs> or at least at the GameStop that yeah. I did it at at the time. No, it did. So that was cool. Um, so yeah, I saw that. Uh, the only other big thing that I've seen uh, is I got out to see Pawn Sacrifice, the new movie from uh, uh, Ed Zwick, um, starring um, uh, <laughs> it's Toby Maguire of all people. Like, when's the last time you saw a Toby Maguire movie that you really remember? I I actually don't even remember the last thing I saw him in. It's been a long time, right? I mean, I guarantee it's been something somewhat recently, but. Fuck me if I remember. Yeah, uh, he plays uh, Bobby Fisher, and this is all just about you know Bobby Fisher's. Uh, you know, it's kind of a it's it's a life story for the most part. I mean, it kind of uh, ends at the uh, the the big final chess championship there with uh, Boris uh, Sada- uh, Spassky, Spassky, Spassky. Uh-huh. and um, so it kind of ends there. But you get a little epilogue kind of with uh, you know some archival footage of the actual Bobby Fisher and some you know text and yada yada. Uh, but a, a good picture overall. Uh, Leah Shriver plays uh, uh, Spassky in. Uh, I mean, Peter Sarsgaard is fantastic in it. He's got he's got a, a pretty decent sized part in it, uh, playing uh, fa- Father Bill Lombardi. Um, good, good picture overall. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it. It's tough. I, I gotta I gotta look at some older. Um, I don't I don't know, I haven't seen a lot of footage, if you will, of of Bobby Fischer. So uh-huh. I don't really know his kind of cadence and right. his and everything. So like, and there's parts in the movie where I'm just like, man, Toby McGuire's fucking doing it. And then there's other times I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I mean, it's really the performance. I don't want to say it's all over the place, but and 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 it may be inconsistent for a particular you know for a particular reason well, because th- the guy th- bordered on you know nutso. Well, not you know he was full on uh, like schizoid. Well, right? I mean, like, what progressively um, so. Uh, he was, I mean, he was a schizophrenic and, and a violent anti-Semite, right? <laughs> which, <laughs> but, which, which is hilarious because they pointed out in the, they, I mean, they, they do point that out in the thing and like, you know, and, and, and like, I think it was his sister or something was just like, we're Jews. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Well, but uh, you know, it's, uh, but no, they the covered it. It's, it's definitely a warts and all kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it, it's good that way. So. But uh, but very good. Even if you're not a chess fan, um, uh, it, it does a it does a great job. Um, of is it kind of, better than Searching for Bobby Fischer? Well, those are completely different movies. <laughs> but Searching but, for Bobby Fischer is a classically good movie, though. I think. Well, I'm just asking. Um, uh, is it better than? Make a judgment right I, now. I would rather Stevens wa- Ian versus this guy. I would rather watch Searching for Bobby Fischer again. All right. I mean, this is a good movie, but if we're if we're if you're giving me an A B, which one do you want to watch right now? I'd probably watch Searching for Robert Fisher, but I haven't seen that since film school. So, but I mean, I remember. I mean, I've seen it before then, but I that from the last time I have seen it, I remember enjoying it a lot. Uh huh. 
Uh, but good stuff. Yeah, so I definitely uh, suggest uh, get out there and uh, see that. Um, I think it's I think it's uh, time is kind of dwindling down, so it may be out of theaters uh, fairly soon and probably on the video and not too it's, long. It's been here like three or four weeks at least. Yeah, so like I'd been seeing it sitting around, and then all of a sudden, like at one of the theaters, it was like, "Hey, we're only showing it at four o'clock," and I was just like, "Okay, this thing's almost out of here. I gotta go. Uh, gotta go now or never." Side. Yeah, but uh, uh, good stuff overall. Um, great performances. So. Uh, let's right see. Uh, yep, yeah, I think that's about it. All right. Other than that, uh, so let's get into our first and only dual new release review of this week. Here is the trailer for Pan. Peter, it's your file. Will you read it? It's from your mom. My dearest Peter, I long for the day that I can come back for you and explain everything. You are extraordinary. More than you can imagine. I promise that you will see me again. In this world, or another. Princess, I presume. Oh, well, I'm actually just a minor, but I appreciate the compliment. Bishop. Are you insane? Yes, indeed. Peter Pan does not believe in bedtime stories or making a big splash at the box office. Ooh, or a... making a lot of uh, sense plot-wise. Yeah, here is the IMDb plot line. 12-year-old orphan Peter is speared away to the magical world of Neverland where he finds both fun and danger in an ultimate, and ultimately discovers his destiny to become the hero that will be forever known as Peter Pan. This is uh, starring Levi Miller, Hugh Jackman, Garrett Hedlund, Rooney Mara, directed by Joe Wright, written by Jason Fuchs. Or Fuchs. Um, you know, everybody was asking, like, we've seen Peter Pan done in a lot of different ways. There's been a lot of, you know, the, from television adaptations to different movie adaptations, live action, animation. Uh, one would say we've already had a kind of 
post pan thing as well in in Steven Spielberg's Hook, which I you know I mean look it ain't a perfect movie, but I, you know I mean I was a kid when I saw it, and I still kind of like that movie. I mean it's got its flaws, but whatever. Um, yeah, uh, but I don't think anyone. There's was... also a, a very recent Peter Pan movie mm. from 2003. Um, live action, as a matter of fact. Don't even remember. With uh, Jason Isaacs as Captain Hook. Was that right? And, uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, Pass he... me by. Uh, anyway. But here's my question to you, Matt. All right. Was anyone asking for a, boy, I wish I knew where Peter Pan came from and I need some kind of uh, prequel to all the Peter Pan stuff out there? Um, I mean, I don't think that anybody's ever asking for any Peter Pan movie. No, period. Uh, yeah, no, period. Because it's been um, done and it's been, it's been done well. I mean, well, fuck, the Disney cartoon well, itself. But here's, here's the other thing about uh, Peter Pan that I don't think most people want to acknowledge is that um, Peter Pan himself is a really boring character. Yeah. Well, it's a really boring character. The The reason that the Disney movie works is, uh, is because of uh, humor and Captain Hook, which is also mostly the reason that Hook works. Uh, because Peter in that movie, too, even though it's Robin Williams, also kind of a boring character. Yeah, you got to have um, Dustin Hoffman chewing on scenery like it's, you know, fucking, you know, yeah, candy. Yeah, like it's nobody's business. Yeah. It's the end of the world, right? Um, and motherfucking Bob Hoskins, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, uh, no, no one was asking for this. I think that it's a huge um, misstep in Joe Wright's career. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're both fans of Joe Wright, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, he he did uh, direct um, the soloist, right? Yeah, Give which it. was a misstep, but at least was tonally consistent with what his projects had been, right? Up until that point, um, kind of, and, there was and also just, yeah, mostly kind of period pieces a lot. You got your Anna oh. Karenina, Hannah, which I I, I think we Hannah's both thoroughly enjoyed, amazing, right? Yeah. Um, but Pan is a, is a weird choice for him. I can understand having seen Anna Karenina, why he would be drawn to like this weird fantasy pageantry thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's uh, it's hot garbage though. It is it is a pile of steaming bad choices. Um, Here's and the thing: two two entirely entirely inexplicable pseudo musical sequences. Let's get to those real quick. Cause this is, I think this is one of the most interesting things. So I'm going to, I'm going to play a little bit because I actually have those tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I purchased them. They're on YouTube. So you can go look them up yourself and we'll kind of play them in the background here. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And, and here's the thing now, while these, uh, so they, there's two songs. Yeah. Doesn't this sound familiar? This is, this is a song we played at the top of the show. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's perfect. Um, so kind of a pirate shanty nirvana, <laughs> if you will. Sung by slave kids. By slave children who seem to be, like, way more into it. Then you got Jean Valjean himself coming out a little mm-hmm. later and uh, doing some stuff. And, and here's the thing. Here we go. Little orphan kids just kind of throwing the fists up in the air while yep. Captain Hook uh, Mick Jagger's about the Jolly Roger. Or whatever the fuck boat they're on. That's, that's so weird, isn't it? Uh, uh-huh. But it's uh, it's it's unnecessary. The, it doesn't the need to be there. The second one is, I think, weirder. Well, yeah, but here's I mean, a, they're both weird. But 
the second one. I, I did like. I did kind of like how like like this was his like kind of intro song, and it was kind of cool. Here's the thing. Here's the problem. All right, we have two songs that do this weird thing out of nowhere. Had they done kind of like a Knight's Tale sort of thing, or just like made this a fucking musical, I think I'd have had more fun with it. I think I think that's the thing about it that bothers me. So is, inexplicable uh, is that um, like like Boz Lorman, right? The reason that Moulin Rouge works is because it fucking rolls with it. You don't take you take the music out of Moulin Rouge, it ain't that good. Well, it's it's a very basic story. Yeah. Right. Um, this movie seems like it's really afraid of these sequences. I think it's probably right to be that way because they're not executed particularly well. They're interesting, but they don't make any fucking sense. No, there's no reason for the songs to be there, at least in the like first three minutes of Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Um, it is established that there are pop songs showing mm -hmm. up in here. Um, here, this is 25 minutes. I was about to say, movie. that's about 25 into it, and all of a sudden, this thing comes out of nowhere, and mm -hmm. then there's a long fucking break. Well, maybe yeah. not super long, but long enough. Long enough. And then all of a sudden, then, then you get this bad boy coming in here. Yeah, that's right, kids. The, the punk pioneers of, of, of the genre have been turned into this shit. What the fuck is this? Jesus Christ. Again, again, like I'm going to I'm going to put this into as much as All right, I got to stop that. That's that's outrageous. <laughs> I thought maybe I'll put it on the background. Have a little people No, I can't even do that. It's terrible. Yeah, um no. Again, had this been a thing that had just been strewn about through the entire thing, it might be acceptable enough. But those yeah. are the only two instances in a movie that's damn near two hours long. Mm -hmm. What the hell was the thought process on any of this? And they're not like they're songs these kids know. This ain't modern day. It's whenever the fuck Peter Pan takes goddamn place. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's like uh, the war. It's the world the war period, right? World War One. Yeah, yeah, World War One. Uh, <laughs> so like. These songs do not exist, and that's fine. That's As we've fine already enough. established, yeah. Moulin Rouge plays around with it. Um, I don't know what the fuck that choice was. Uh, so bizarre. Here's another thing that bothered me about this movie. Um, how much fucking CGI do you need to make it look like people are flying around? Apparently a lot. Apparently every fucking time you were looking at a person fly, you need it. <laughs> and and I mean that in full fucking form, right? Like every inch of the body is animated, including the face in close-ups when you could easily solve that shit like Superman uh, 1 style, fucking Christopher <laughs> Reeves style, right? Rotoscope that bitch in there. Just rotoscope that motherfucker right in. And um, no, 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 no. Here's a fucking waxy looking... Peter and Hook and whoever the fuck else is flying around with him. Yeah. And then sometimes we're not going to do that. But most of the time we are. And it's also just going to look really shiny and obviously bad. Yeah. I mean, this thing starts out like, you know, he's in, he's in like, uh, you know, he's, he's dropped off by his mother who apparently is, you know, the way the movie portrays her, a goddamn saint for fucking yeah. uh, abandoning her child. 
which is weird. Well, he has to come back and save the people. What the fuck ever. Uh, that's oh, that's another thing that's it's the, it's the Moses story, man. Yeah, that's well, no, you're not wrong. That is Moses. Now it, is, think it about is literally it. the Moses story. <laughs> like wow, I deliver did the slaves from Egypt. Totally did not put that together. Yeah, but I mean, I know a, that's why the fucking story wow. was changed to be that. It's the it's the fucking classical savior motif. Did not even think about that, but the Old Testament. Wow. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it again, almost to just watch it with that eye on there. Because not that I'm gonna, I'd, I'd said almost, uh, because no, this movie's this movie's terrible. But he's like, I mean, you know, I, I kind of like the whole. I I like the idea up till this point. I think really where this falls apart is you know when finally we 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 learn that you know you, these kids are being snatched up and taken away to, on on this ship over to Neverland where Blackbeard. Not uh, we we don't have the proper you know James Hook at this point. Uh-huh. Um, Blackbeard is the pirate in question, played by uh, Hugh Jackman. Who, by the Poorly. way, no, I'm going to say this uh, for as terrible uh, as no, as terrible as his character was, I, I at least I had fun with his terribleness. He it's not doing, good. Here's what he was doing. He was doing uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. If Captain Jack Sparrow were serious, okay, and it doesn't work. Because uh, as we've all uh, established previously on this show, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, while not a terrible character, not a particularly good performance by Johnny Depp either. Um, I don't know, man. Hugh Jackman is so much better than this movie. He's so much better than the performance he gave. He's he's definitely fucking uh, fucking around in uh, in some uh, Dustin Hoffman hook territory here. Uh, with his scenery chewing. Yeah, I, I just kind of like. I just like how it like it seemed like. I think he knew he was in a bad movie, but didn't give a fuck and was just gonna like just throw it all at the screen. I mean, then then let's but take this. I think this. that resulted in a bad performance, right? Well, so it wasn't because it's surrounded by think, garbage. Well, yeah, but I mean, look, Hook is the same way, but the reason that that movie doesn't fall apart is that, like, Dustin Hoffman knows when to pull it back. I was about to say, yeah, he knows when to kind of rein it in just a little bit. Hugh Jackman just fucking rolls with it. Yeah, he does have it nothing is the there to stop it, yeah. right, at all. Um, so if that's the bit, I think that's the big key difference. Like, Hook's overacting is watchable uh, because the actors, or Spielberg, right, still understand that they need to tone it down sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here, Hook, I just felt like it was... Hook has his quiet moments in, in, in the movie and everything. But he's not out of place. I think that's yeah. the other thing, right? In Hook, right, Dustin Hoffman is doing one type of performance right. where he's overacting, where none of the other actors are really doing that. Uh, not to that degree. I was about to say, not to that degree. Hoskins may be close, but, but that's about it. But here, it's him, plus the guy that plays Smee, plus Garrett Hedlund playing Hook, they're all playing over the top, and they're all terrible because none of them are balancing anything out. So let's roll into this. What the fuck is Garrett Hedlund doing in this movie? I, uh, talking like this. There's like there's there's half there's like there. <laughs> there's half seconds in this movie where I'm just like, 
oh, this is kind of no, it's terrible. It's like I I went back so forth. I'm like I kind like I was trying to figure out where he was going, what what he was doing, how he was delivering his performance, and it just didn't make any fucking sense. There's no, no through line to what he's trying to deliver to us, and I don't know who the fuck to blame for that. I gotta put it on Joe Wright, I guess. I don't know what his voice was. Because I know that's not what Garrett Hedlund sounds like. No. Uh, so he was doing a voice, and it really was like I'm a gruff pirate guy kind of thing, right? Like I'm a tough guy. It's, yeah, it was like and, it was like sometimes it was kind of stylized, and then maybe sometimes and then a little sometimes bit not. not. But but it was still obviously the same bad voice. Yeah, it was like it was weird because it was like it was the same voice, but it was just like sometimes like the stylization was 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 dialed up, and then it was back down to kind of a normal level. It was all over the place, but yet the still the same thing, which is mm-hmm. a bizarre ass fucking thing to be able to do. I don't know, man. That that performance, I think, more than anything, drove me batshit watching no, this movie. I, I was just like, what in the fuck is this? Can I get at least have uh, like Nicolas Cage in um, fucking Ooh. Wicker Man remake, uh, please? I can't understand what Garrett Hedlund is doing. What if Nick fucking... Cage had been either Blackbeard or Hook? Ooh. I think it would have been a better performance both it'd times. Been, it'd have been insane, son. Oh, my God. Could you... Could you... Picture, picture this in your mind, if you will. Nicolas Cage coming out, singing some Nirvana. Now, I love, look, I'm a huge fan of Hugh Jackman singing. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. But Nicolas Cage doing that shit is Mm -hmm. a completely different monster. I might, oh, I'd like to see that. (laughs) But but he's an actor, right, that, that also gets people shit on him because he goes way over the top. But I feel like at least he knows what he's fucking doing. Yeah, I think he's aware uh, of his over the topness. Garrett Headland, um I, I don't think, think he had I, a fucking clue. No, I think, I think he was flying blind. Knew, but did not he had he doesn't normally go over the top, so it ended up he didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Garrett Headland, I don't even fucking know what in the like what were you doing in the audition to get this role? Was this a, was like a, a voice post? Yeah, like was was this a post uh like uh the, like actual production had started on this post rehearsal kind of decision that you made. Like, Fuck, he's already got the role and we've paid him. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. we can do. Uh, if we fire him, he still gets to keep the twenty three hundred dollars we gave him to do this role. <laughs> <laughs> Here's oh the thing. Now let me ask you this. Uh-huh. What function did Rooney Mara play in this fucking movie? Well, she had to be the bridge for uh, like the next film right or, or the actual peter oh, pan story there happen. won't be another movie i'm just saying like she's tiger lily who is a character in peter pan oh is that who she and, was i could not even gather yeah. who that was well they call her princess tiger lily a couple of times maybe i just missed it but, because i was that's looking at is, all the garbage right? like, on the screen it is it is it is a character who is friends with pan later and so they have to establish that the Fair weirdest enough, thing about boring, the end of this movie, like the way actress. that it bridges that gap is uh there is a huge fucking plot hole here. All right. Not that I was paying that much of attention, but please, you've seen well, it closer than I have now. Well, there's a huge plot hole uh, that I don't know can be reconciled by just saying, like, well, we know at some point this happens. Time machine. Um, at the end of this movie, Pan and Hook and Tiger Lily, all buddies. Yeah, yeah. They're just all buddies. What the fuck? That that's the whole fucking point of a prequel, right? Yeah. 
what the fuck are you doing here? I thought, what point? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, we're clearly winding down this movie. At some point, Hook needs to get his hand bitten off. Which a, didn't happen. No. Right? There's a buildup to it that There's never happens. There's a giant fucking alligator that is the size of goddamn Free Willy jumping over this fucking boat, and this son of a bitch walks away from this movie with two fucking hands? Give me a break. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, I don't fucking know. I think that's a huge plot. They went on, like, it, it was basically that, like, hey, I, I, you know, it was basically the well, putting... Well, they give you some winks at the end, right? Well, they, like, we're going to be, we're going to be friends forever, yeah, right? Yeah, they put, they put their arms around Look, each other and just go, I believe here. this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. It's and the, it is the last line of the movie is going, what could go wrong? And then cue the music. It's a happy ending. Um, I don't know, man. It, this movie is just like it's. It doesn't know what it wants to be. I feel. I mean, the box office clearly shows that it was marketed horribly. Well, it, it sat around for a while too, from what I understand. And that kid's thirty three now. <laughs> <laughs> but well, no. he's he certainly is not awkward talking to AMC theater fans. Hello, AMC. Welcome to the theater. I'm so glad that you got to see my Peter Pan. Oh, what's that? Where are you going? He doesn't even say that much in the... He's so fucking... Like, he looks like he's uh, about to piss hi, himself. Hi, AMC fans. He's like a, he's like a really young Harry Carey. <laughs> hi, AMC fans. What are you coming here for? Hey, AMC fans. Everybody got their uh, hot dogs. Enjoy yourself a nice foot long while you're watching this new movie. Here's my trailer. Yeah. Hit it, Hugh Jackman. Get some, get some AMC theater nachos with some extra cheese. Do you understand this, Garrett Hedlund, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that movie That's he's really been in. Mean, but it is also just like... It's totally true. Watch that fucking trailer intro and you'll be like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Why do any... I'm still... that This whole like, hey, welcome to the theater kind of I got thing. for Goosebumps today. Uh, no, no, I saw that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that one too. Terrible. That way, Jesus Christ, man. Well, at least they had a little bit of fun with it. At least yes. it was it was dumb, but like I think at the same time, they're like, this is fucking stupid. Let's just do something stupid. Yeah. And they, they kind of went with it enough, but that that's only because you get somebody that's just like, you know, Jack Black. Yeah, he doesn't give us. A- yeah, he's just like, All right, look, I'm in this fucking thing. My kids get to watch this movie, so fuck you. <laughs> um. Okay, well, clearly we've wandered off of Pan. Who cares? Um, Don't watch it- this movie. You're not gonna. You didn't, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's a fun box office statistic. Oh, all right, <laughs> a let's, fun one. Let's have that. Now it'll it will surely climb. Well, I say that, but let's see. <laughs> Warner Brothers to, is eating dirt in this order year, to man. Make the next step up this list, it has to hit twenty six million. It's only hit seventeen. It could make it. No, in its long run, it might hit twenty six Dom- domestically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could make it. That's okay. That's a possibility at this point. But um, it is currently fourteenth. On Box Office Mojo's Pirate 1980 to Present. <laughs> I like how it's so specific to 1980 to Present. <laughs> you got a 1979 pirate movie? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. 1980 to Present. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Why is that so funny? So you'll you'll be happy to hear uh, <laughs> the 13 movies sitting, of course. Uh, of course, the top four are all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, right? well, no kidding. Of course. Uh, n- number five, Hook. Uh-huh. N- number six, Captain Phillips. 
Oh, oh fuck seven. you. Oh, fuck you, pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Number it's seven. not wrong. It's not wrong. That is that is the only one on this list, by the way, that is not fantasy like, based. Yo, ho, ho, pirates. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bottle of rum in the in that movie. Right. <laughs> so number seven, <laughs> the Goonies. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, number eight, Return to Neverland. Which one was that one? That was the Disney sequel to Peter Pan that came out in uh, 2002. Mm, an animated. Un, un, it, was like, it was like Peter Pan 2, but it got released theatrically. Okay, fair enough. Un, unlike uh, like Lady No, no, I think I remember seeing... Uh, it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, number nine, Treasure Planet. The fuck is that? It's the Disney movie. That's Treasure Island, but it's a space thing. Huh. Uh, number 10, Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> Man, they're really... <laughs> really right at the bottom of the barrel here <laughs> number 11 pirates band of misfits uh that's the that's the that's um the, armin thing the right? yeah mm-hmm. uh number 12 princess that movie, bride that movie didn't make that movie didn't make that much money though that armin pirates flick misfits? no the, the, it made 30 31 million here i mean i mean that's for, not... for an armin flick that's solid here yeah yeah States. okay fair uh enough. princess bride number 12 yeah, that, that not. This is clearly not. Uh, That's eighty-seven, right? Yeah, yeah, but it, we're not we're not waited for time over here either. And then hold on, just above Armin. it, the thing that this movie has to hit to hit number uh, thirteen yeah. is DreamWorks Animations Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas from two thousand and three. Congratulations! You are better. You are slightly worse than a movie no one fucking saw. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody fucking saw that movie. So, uh, jeez, Louise, that's a, that's a fun little list. Uh, you adjust, you adjust <laughs> for time. That movie way beat Peter. Here's, here's my bet. Here's my favorite part. Wow. As of right now, it is only uh, five million dollars more in box office than the fucking Veggie Tales Pirates You Don't Do. <laughs> You ever seen those Veggie Tail things? They're entertaining, man. They're entertaining. I, I know. Them fruits I'm are fun. Pan is now fourteen on this list. Veggie Tails <laughs> only sixteen. Veggie Tails is just like these motherfuckers. <laughs> these motherfucking assholes over here harping in on her Veggie Tails uh, fucking territory. You pieces of shit. Which is uh, hilarious that Veggie Tails is doing this, considering the themes of those movies. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I figure that's what they're like behind the scenes. They're it's also very territorial. Uh, just, just so, uh, just to kind of give everybody a scope, how this uh, movie is uh, panning out. Boom! Uh, over over the scope of the year so far, <laughs> it currently ranks number five on the uh, underperforming movies <laughs> oh. of 2015 list. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Let me ask you this: uh-huh. When it goes in the order, is number one the the worst performing one, or is five a worse performing than one? Do you, do you mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? I I think it's the other way around. So, like so the, the number one that's at so, the number one spot is the most underperforming, right? So, uh, it's I think it's all ratio of budget to intake, right? So, right, number one, Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm betting we've seen all of these ones that are. Oh, we we have. Uh, <laughs> number two, surprisingly. And I'm guessing because it didn't have as big a budget as Terminator Genesis uh, was Fantastic Four. 
Yeah, the budget for that wasn't, I mean, not like Terminator uh, was. Right, not at all. Uh, number three, Jupiter Ascending. No, that's not a surprise. Number four, Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah, that had a huge budget. Where where it went, we 190, don't know. 190 million with only 93 million in the domestic box office. Man, oh, man, what did they spend that fucking money on? I don't know. Jesus Christ, craft service must have been just fucking amazing. Lobster for lunch every day. <laughs> yeah. But fuck you, we don't want no cheese sandwiches. Cheese sandwich, go fuck yourself. I want surf <laughs> and surf. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. Unless Pan really picks up uh, over the next few weeks, it's not going to, it will rise in that list. Man, oh ratio man. wise, because it is a budget of 150 million. 150. I mean, and, at and least with this and it's one. It's only made 17 million after one weekend. I want to say that uh, Terminator and Jupiter Sending and possibly even Fantastic Four made that opening weekend. Yeah, that sounds about right. And you've seen how they've petered off. Not uh, so good. No. And, I mean, Tomorrowland actually made more money than all of them. It just cost much more money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Avengers just left theaters three weeks ago. <laughs> so it Yeah, it left right before the Blu-ray came. <laughs> so, like, Fantastic Four was there for, like, uh, like two and a half weeks, and they're like, fuck you, we're out. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, we got more Indian movies to put in here. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, we can get... We can get Seriously, seven... that's what happened in nope. my AMC. They were like, let's throw these other two Bollywood flicks on, and no, they did there, that shit. There's like, about four in the AMC that I got here right now, so, like, that, they're really, they're getting rid of the garbage, oh, they, and they're they just like... They had their standard, like, two and three. I'm just saying, like, in the middle of the week, there was another two Bollywood films. They're just uh, like, the, look, the people are paying tickets sport. to come see these. And they're just, well, <laughs> they were, right? And we got to put ashes and seats over here because somebody, these people will buy tickets. Everyone else mm -hmm. does not want to see this garbage, so yeah. can't blame them. <laughs> no, you can't even really hate watch Fantastic Four. It's so yeah. whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Pan uh, don't sucks. Don't watch it. You I didn't watch it. Right, you never uh, will. moves on and does something else that's good. I'm sure he will. Um but uh, yeah, it's a it's garbage, man. Yeah. It's awful. It's really don't bad. Do it. Um, okay, don't so for free, don't with your kids. Don't yeah, do any of don't it. Don't torture your children. You love them more than that, don't you? Watch the watch the fucking what's the show? There is the better movie? CGI on uh, what's that show uh, that came on uh, Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings uh, in the early nineties? One of the first like fully cg shows oh i know what you're talking about with the uh, little bl the reboot. Blue reboot yeah the little blue yeah. head motherfucker yeah that, that has better <laughs> cgi usage than pan does i'm not saying that the cgi itself is better i'm saying at least in that it's stylized so that it doesn't look like shit put that in your pipe and smoke it joe right <laughs> it's not joe right it's whoever did this i don't even know who did the special effects on this fucking thing right. um Probably eight Whatever. billion companies, like it was. Man, these assholes. All right, I'm gonna talk. Well, I'll talk about that in the after show. Uh, right. So next week, uh, holy shit! It is uh, now. Matt's been teasing it for three weeks now. We're kicking into gear now. It's uh, fucking ridiculous. This list of uh, movies coming out. Yeah. Uh, so we got Crimson Peak. The yeah. big one, I think, will be Crimson Peak. Yeah. I think so. We got Crimson uh, Peak. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Uh, Bridge of Spies. Yeah, little uh, Spielberg action, always kind of uh, good stuff there. And of course, you know him teaming up with Hanks again, so that's always a uh, you know pretty we'll be, good. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, uh, in full. Good night, mommy. Yep, we'll be talking. So uh, yeah, next week we're doing like five fucking movies. So and, and I plan on seeing some more uh, as well. Um, I'm I'm hoping that Truth opens here. 
the James uh, Vanderbilt uh, director uh, directorial debut with Kate Blanchett and Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Um, I accidentally we'll see. both of us when I was trying to do a snort. I was just- oh, I'm also planning <laughs> on watching both movies that recently came out uh, with Final Girl as the uh, kind of key plot conceit. Uh, one is Final Girl with Abigail Breslin. And then uh, the other is The Final Girls with uh, Tysa Farmiga from American Horror Story. What the fuck and, are these about? I don't know that I know these. Uh, it's just these like uh, new low-budget flicks. Uh, one, uh, Final Girl is about a girl who um, is bullied at school but ter- like and uh, stalked and shit, but mm-hmm. turns out to actually just be a badass and kills uh, fucking people. I like that idea. Uh, the Final Girls is about, uh, this is the one with Tyson Farmiga, um, is about... Any a, relation? Uh, or is that just Vera? a thing? Yeah. They're sisters. Oh, fair enough. Just, uh, I think they have different um, mothers. Okay. Or maybe, I forget, but uh, t- like she's, Tyson's in her 20s, Vera's in her late 40s. Gotcha. It, may, it may have just been a long gap uh, between pregnancies. I, I can't remember the exact, but they're sisters in okay. any case. Um. Uh, so that one is about a group of teenagers who go to see, um, the, this like, uh, Friday the 13th style slasher flick Mm -hmm. in a movie theater on, I think it's on Halloween. Um, but it's, uh, like Tisa Formiga's mother was the star of this. And so they are going because her mom, uh, died recently and she gets to see her mom, uh, if she goes to the movie. Right. Um, no DVD plays where these kids live. Well, and then a fire breaks out in the theater, and they uh, try to escape through the movie screen, but then that just puts them in the film. Oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, so then uh, they decide, like, okay, well, shit's going down because we're in a slasher movie. It's one we know, so we know who the final girl is. Oh, neat. And then so they decide they've just got to wait until the final girl shows up, and uh, when she does, immediately she's killed. That's a neat idea. And so now they're just stuck in this slasher film from the 80s. Oh, man. That's kind of... And that's a... have no bearing on who's going to survive what. Yeah. And so it looks really fucking cool. Yeah. Dude, um, huh? Anyway, so the, I'll be talking about those next week as well. Very cool. Uh, so, yeah, lots of shit, people. Uh, until then, Matt, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, sir? Uh, you can just, uh, follow me on Twitter at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. Um, I'm on there, uh, tweeting away sometimes, sometimes not so much. Um, but yeah, just follow me there. I tweet out links to whatever else I'm doing online. It's a so. wild, crazy adventure over there. Yeah. It's not, not in the past <laughs> month. It's not been so much. Uh, and of course you can always listen to my other podcast here when we podcast at hero movie podcast.com. Uh, this week we talked about the losers from 2010. Um, I, I like that movie well enough. I mean, well, no, it's good. Wasn't amazing, but uh, had a fun time with it. You got a lot of great characters uh, in there. A lot of uh, a lot of faces that have become it's a, a lot cast. bigger in the past five years for sure. Yeah, um, it's a good cast, man. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so I had a lot of fun with that. So uh, head on over there and uh, sneak preview, kids. You're gonna want to listen. Uh, chances are, I got about it on a 90 percent uh, chance here. Next week's episode of HMP going to be one to listen to. Not mm-hmm. not necessarily for what you might think, but it's going to be good. So I suggest you listen to that. 
HearMoviePodcast.com. Uh, and of course, uh, you can always uh, you know subscribe on iTunes and give us a review. It's been a while since we've had a review. I know there's several of you out there that uh, could do us a favor and uh, take about 10 seconds out of your day. Head on down to the iTunes there, click on that five-star review, and just say, hey, good show, enjoy, bleh, done. That's it. That's all you got to do. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be a lot of things. I don't need, you know. Shouldn't be difficult. Should not. So uh, why don't you uh, head on down there, do that. That would be much appreciated. And, uh, you know, that's it. Other than that, until next week when we cover the biggest, giantest of all the weeks I think we've done so far, for Matt Smith, I'm Adam Portress. See you next time, everybody. song fuckers <laughs> jesus is it that hard like f- f- you know you know this handful of guys who most people said were damn near mentally retarded uh could just do that right off the bat so you know come on you got millions of dollars behind you and that's what you put out Whew, jesus yeah so let me tell you what it's happened. not a good week this week let me tell you what happened yeah so because there were children i didn't go insane uh-huh. but oh my god had one of the most worst experiences I've ever had. So I'm like, I'm sitting. Now Ooh. I know this thing's gonna be. Uh, so we're in Pan. Uh-huh. I know it's not gonna be great because it's right. just you know a lot of kids are going to this movie. Well, I say a lot of kids, but <laughs> the box office clearly shows it ain't that many. Uh, but enough. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit in like the 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 way that the new AMC here in Charlotte is kind of the the way they got with the uh, the new um, fucking you know luxury seats or whatever. There's a lot right. less row, rows of seats. And so even if you're sitting at the second row, it's not like that fucking ungodly just craning your neck trying to see shit. You're still, you can still be comfortable enough. I mean, the screen fills your full field of vision. You're, you're not ping-ponging, but, you know, so you're back far enough. Uh, right. So I'm like, well, I'm going to sit kind of up front here, and I'll be right in the middle. This way, you know, there's no kids. Nobody, nobody's going to be you know, distracting me. Right. Oh, how wrong I was. 
Um, so a family comes in, and it's one of those great families that doesn't seem to give a fuck. Yeah, they probably definitely don't, right? Didn't give a fuck. So they, um, the the one girl is kind of constantly just kind of shit going on. Then she doesn't want to sit down a lot. So she's kind of walking around and jumping. Now that's distracting enough. Right. This motherfucker had light up shoes on. Like fucking blue LA gear, fucking light up shit from 1992. Light in the goddamn place. I just like it took everything I had in my power. They were lucky Pan was such a shitty movie that I didn't care as much. But had this been something I really wanted to watch, had this been Goosebumps, I probably would have been really pissed. Yeah. But man, oh man, and like it's oh, I was like, I I can't believe I kept it in. I can't believe the the fact that it was a small. I can't believe you kept it. The fact that it was a small child, it was the only thing keeping me from going nuts. Well, I'm just, I'm kind of proud of myself. I think I've, I don't want to say I've turned, man than I, I don't want to say I've turned a leaf. Turn like, what the hell? Uh, At just, the very least. Oh my God. It was, it was bad news, man. It was bad fucking news. I was afraid I was going to have to yell at some people at the art house theater. At the art house theater, for Christ's sake. With the one place you can go where you think, no one's going to talk in here. We're all a bunch of fucking, you know, snooty film people. And these people are all talking during the guy. They shut the fuck up during the movie, so you can it, fine. If that's the trade off, I will let you talk all through the trailers. Talk to your heart's content. If you shut the fuck up during the movie, we're cooling the gang. But man, I was just like, I just was gripping that fucking seat, man. And I was yeah. just like, am I gonna have to scream at some motherfuckers to shut the fuck up? We're here on a goddamn Monday fucking night at seven p.m. Why the fuck are you talking? Jesus. <sighs> So that's my life. <laughs> well, I, I just, before we go, I just wanted to, I know he listens. Haven't heard from him a while. I'm worried about him out there. Uh, Marty Merrick, where are you, brother? Where are you, you fucking old slovenly drunken I Brit? Mean, I know you've been doing stuff, apparently. I can see you on Twitter. But uh, that's the problem, is you haven't been doing t- too much on Twitter. Yeah. So I'm just wondering where you are, making sure you're okay, everything's safe. Did uh, you stay off the moors? <laughs> gonna see mean, that I, this week bro Ooh, excited yeah excited um, i hope it's a good transfer because i really want to see that looking really good on the big screen so anyway just just drop us a line man say hi let us know like hey i'm i'm here and if Still you review this doing whatever but yeah, <clears throat> and here. if you review this on the british I, itunes let us know that too because we don't know that yeah, I have no, no fucking clue what's going on over there. I know how to do uh, it, but issues. pain the fucking ass is what it is. Well, All yeah, right. of course. Of course. Thanks, America. I don't Thanks, America. Thanks, Steve Jobs' ghost. It's all your fault. Uh, uh, yeah. I think that movie opens here this weekend. Um, I think it's got another week here before it comes. I think it's... Mm-hmm. No, no, I think it's next week it opens wide, wide. Yeah, yeah, It's two weeks before it's wide. I think somebody here is getting it this week. Then. Ah. But yeah, but I'm uh, try to cram that one in too. I've Probably listened, just wait till next week. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to uh, I've listened to some tech people because uh, it, it's kind of coming out in all the you know kind of San Francisco tech areas oh, and all yeah, that kind of course. stuff. Um, 
They're like good movie, ain't no, ain't no. Uh, it's a, it's a, fic- it's a fictitious story. It's like you know, we kind of we dramatized a lot of shit, but you know, it's to be expected. And you know, Aaron Sorkin isn't exactly a, uh, you know, known for his direct adaptations of one's life, and not for his. No, you gotta get show. get at the uh, how shitty is the person kind of thing. Yeah, well. And and uh, let's let's be honest. By almost all accounts, Steve Jobs not the greatest human being. No, he was uh, he was he was a flawed person, and uh, you know a perfectionist, and uh, he got the best out of you know he he pushed people very hard and uh, very oftentimes to great success, and oftentimes to fuck those people up. Yes. So you know it is it's that it it is the old uh, you know the kind of adage of you know. Genius and monster, and how they can, you know, the dichotomy of those, and yada yada. The the thing that I'm really interested in is that uh, I was reading something about that film where uh, they basically just said uh, this movie is three long scenes, yeah, in different periods of Steve's life. Yeah, that's what that's what it had always and, had been like uh, purported as in, in yeah before scripts. And, all and, that. and so I am interested in how that structure works. Yeah, it's because it's it's all like pre keynote stuff. Yeah. But um, anyway, so uh, that's it. Uh, I guess that's all I wanted to say on on the record. Yeah. Email us. Tweet us. Do something, Marty. We hope you're not dead. And we hope you're not dead on the. And if you listen to this show and you're not him, tweet us too. Why not? Yeah. Say like, hey, man, we're out here two motherfuckers. Hey, asshole. know who you are. Because, yeah, we want, you know, calling us douchebags is the best way to get our attention. Yeah. I'm not even going to dispute it most days. No, I I pretty much <laughs> I I have the reputation of being an asshole. So I and I I kind of wear it proudly. Uh all right man. We'll see you well, next week. We've got a shitload of films. <laughs>